Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Couple of Things Podcast, a member of Tangent Mail Network and Wicked Radio Network. I'm one of the fans, Michael Nichols II, a.k.a. Man Nicolisti. And now here are your hosts, Molly Mendenhall, Ben Mendenhall, Ray Laughlin, and Michelle Von Hirschberg. And that was an awesome intro from M.A. Nicholas II, a.k.a. Mana Khaleesi, a.k.a. My Nicholas. My Nicholas. Killing it on the intro. That was amazing. Woo-woo. Thank you so much. We loved it. <laughs> Send us more. It was awesome. Wah, wah, wah. We're wah, out wah. with the air horn, Ray. Ham. 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 <laughs> no, thank you very much for the intro in all seriousness. Someone uh, listened to the very end of the credits last episode. Yeah. Yes. He deserves it. <laughs> he First does. First person to get send it in. And we got your request via email, and we are definitely gonna do it. I'm loving the enthusiasm. This is Hell yeah. so energetic, Ben. I'm ready to go. Could we, could we even bump it up a notch? Who no. wants to do some push-ups right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is an editing nightmare, by the way. Malls and you, better. you did it. You asked for this. Yeah. I, I liked my first intro. <laughs> and I'm then you, you poo-pooed it. You poo-pooed on my it's intro. It's the ratio. What, you know? Yeah. What I are you know. Gonna do? I know. Malls and Ben are caffeine raging this morning. Oh. <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> now I'm coming down with tea. <laughs> Caffeine-free tea today. The crash yeah. is happening. I'm about to go into my unhappy place of caffeine followed by beer. Yeah, it's not a good place. No, I like, I'm real jittery but kind of relaxed, too. Can't you tell? It's going to be a weird combination today. Oh, it's going to be a weird one, guys. <laughs> Um, so I think we should probably, um, I can't remember. Had I finished Game of Thrones when we did our last? No, you had three three to go. Oh, I had three to go. Okay. Big time spoilers for the end of season six. Yes. Just putting it out there. Yeah. If you haven't watched the end of season six by now, just skip ahead a little. If you're going to skip, skip to this time, 1330. And now we can do a Vana Thrones update. Last three episodes. Okay. So some big things happen in the last three episodes. What kind of big things? Um, so first of all, Arya cooks Walder Frey's sons into a pie. Walder yep. Pie. As, Walder as pie. You do. Um that was the most shocking and disgusting moment. Well, one of many shocking moments, but probably the most disgusting moment, that's oh, for sure. Yeah, it's borderline. Um, they deserved it. They did. They were pain. She was such a badass, though, because she came in and she, she was she had her face on that wasn't her face. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was so creepy. Like a badass. And then there was that thumb sticking out of the pie. So, yeah. So, Walter Pie, that was super shocking. I watched that episode a few times. This was like another, like a third time I've seen that. And I always now start thinking, you know, Arya's in that kitchen like just dicing up. I was Body just parts. thinking that. <laughs> Better keep that thumb off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy morsel that way. Yeah. Oh, so nasty. But yeah, so Arya's still a badass. Uh, wildfire, guys. Yeah. Wild. Wildfire. Don't play with that stuff. That was my all-time favorite scene in Game of Thrones. Mm. So I think that it was mine, too, maybe next to the shock of the Red Wedding, which we've already discussed on this show. Right. Uh, as I was telling you guys a couple nights ago... Cersei's becoming more of like a human being to me. Like there was a moment in that episode where I actually kind of cheered for her inside. Cersei's been wronged enough where you kind of can't not root for her at least a little. Definitely feel for her at this point. She's had a real shit life even though she's kind of a bitch. Mm -hmm. So when the wildfire went up, I was kind of like, 
You go, Cersei. You got yours. Right. Just like Tom- the epicness of that music, too. Mm-hmm. And like there was no talking and it was all music for literally that song's 11 minutes long. Yep. And then Marjorie starts to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you know what's going to happen at that point. She also loses that veneer of like being the religious one all right. of a sudden. And then she goes into her... She's oh, like, we, we need to get out. We're right. deep shit. Mm-hmm. Tommen goes skydiving without a parachute. He does. He does. <laughs> so that was, that was to- totally epic. <laughs> More like face jumping. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Wildfire, that was crazy. That was an amazing scene, though, because it reminded me a lot of the way they shot The Red Wedding, where they totally downplay the drama until the moment it happens. Mm-hmm. And then everything just explodes. What really bummed me out about that scene was the giant bell went flying and squashed those two people. They had, oh, noth- they had nothing to right. do with that. <laughs> They're just walking along, minding their business, probably bringing their sack of potatoes home, and all of a sudden, splat. Mm-hmm. You know, they were probably thinking, man, we didn't even get invited to the trials. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming for us now! <laughs> um, also, one of my favorite endings to the season series, kind of everything, is the Khaleesi storyline where Tyrion and Khaleesi kind of become buddy-buddy, mm-hmm. and then they sail off with their fleet of ships, and Khaleesi and Yara make their little pact. Mm-hmm. Slash start the romance. Yeah. But, um, hey, didn't think about that. I'm all about the the female romance there. Um, that storyline's amazing, and that last cut of her fleet sailing was so cool. Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I don't even like, I'm so jazzed for like the next season. I'm so jazzed. So, um... Braun. Oh. Storyline still sucks. But yeah, but that was... a backstory. Per usual. The biggest reveal. Yeah, nah. I, will, I will say, though, I, I'm, I'm with you, but I disagree. In that, that piece was Dees. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the, the, that storyline story is the long game. I hated it all the way up until the last couple episodes where everything came together and you understood why the storyline was there in the first place, which mm-hmm. is to show us that Jon Snow is actually related to the family, which was major shocker. The family. The family. Um, and the whole, oh my gosh, I can't even. The Hodor storyline just breaks my heart. Oh, that's such a downer. Hold the door. Hold the door. I don't know. I'm still not over it, and it's been a while. <laughs> I'm still, I still think about still, that episode. Yeah. Right there. yeah, that was a hard one. I had to take yeah. a break after that. <laughs> uh, what else am I missing? Well, Bastard Bowl. Oh, like the whole so battle. So right. Epic. Yeah. Right. What was the statistic on that? I forget. It was something crazy for the amount of hours they spent filming that one particular battle. Oh, oh I, I believe I that. I can't even remember. I can't it was remember. Outrageous, but the, it was like a mind-blowing fact when I heard how long it actually took really? them to do I that. It was scene. in the hundreds of hours to film that. That scene was epic. I mean, not only were there so many people involved, and I'm sure you know those they all had to be dressed mm-hmm. on horses. And then, of course, there's so much live action, like the way that they kind of, it's like a GoPro almost. They're like right in the battlefield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. L- let me bring up a very quick point about that. What's the name of the kid that gets skewered with the arrow by Ramsey? Rickon. 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 Yeah. Why are you running in a straight line? <laughs> yeah. Zigzag, man. Come on. He's just not a shifty white guy like some of us. I, but he is a shifty white guy. <laughs> he obviously didn't shift very much. Why? <laughs> I saw a meme right after that happened of somebody, it was like, I think it was Mike McCarthy from the Packers holding a playbook, and he's looking at it, and it just says, go route, and it has him going a Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> you 
gotta zigzag, Yeah, man. that scene was really sad. I mean, I kind of knew that was going to happen when he started running, but still. Mm-hmm. Two so, things. Then uh, the 17-second consecutive shot of John in oh, the battle. Oh, that yeah. was crazy. Absolute epic. And then... Sansa coming in. Yeah, Sansa coming mm-hmm. in was my favorite part of that whole scene because they're clearly dying in there and they're all suffocating because they've done that thing where they surround them and they can't get out. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Oh, speaking of Sansa, mm-hmm. what about the ending with the whole Littlefinger comment? What did you think about that? I don't think she remembers. I don't remember. Can you remind me? It basically implying that like Littlefinger has a long game and it's not going to be good. Oh, yeah. We've known that since season one. Yeah, no, but like, it really encompassed at the end there when he made the comment at, I think it was the feast, and he like said yeah. something to Sansa like, I basically have plans for me and you. It's not going to be good for yeah. John. Ev- it's not going to be good for... He says every decision is towards him being on the Iron Throne. Yeah. Right. But he wants him, her by his side. Right. Oh, that, that's right. I remember that, that now. And that she should be the ruling in the North. I really think that he has the secret long game story of almost anyone in Game of Thrones. I feel like at the end of the uh, end of the series, mm-hmm. Littlefinger's Littlefinger storyline is going to be. It's going to make the most sense when you look back at the mm-hmm. whole arc of the story. But Mind fuck. Yeah. Littlefinger ends up on the ga- Iron no, Throne at I, the end of the I, re- I don't think no. it's. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility though, because he has basically planted the seed from the very first like day episode. one. I've got a I've got a working theory about how things are gonna work out for him. I'm not gonna say it though, because Molly informed me that I ruined a lot of movies. He and shows. ruined Rogue One for me yesterday. I know. Absolutely ruined it. Cause the whole movie I had Ben's voice in my head saying, You gotta do spoiler alert. We're early. I did. I did. Dead ringer for Ben's voice. Yeah. That's what you sound like in my head. Anyway, so uh, I Sam made it to the library. That was a cool scene. He finally made it mm. to the library, and he which jacks was... his dad's sword. Yeah, he was finally kind of a badass. Still, though, you just don't get me, Dad. Your sentence right there says it all. He made it to the library. <laughs> Literally, yeah. in Game of Thrones, it's like epic battle, human pie, <laughs> red wedding. Sam, I made it to the library. Yeah, wait till next season, and he finally makes it to CVS. I know. <laughs> Nerd. That's how I feel about <laughs> Sam. I know. I, I, I'm kind of, I don't know, I've always been a bigger Sam fan than you guys, I think. So Sam I, fan. I was excited when he made it to the library, like, that was a cool moment for me, but. <laughs> I think Sam will get the one piece of knowledge, though, that my working theory is about, which is about Tyrion, so uh-huh. I think that he will provide that for us in think the next so? couple seasons. I'm hoping that Sam comes How's back. How's that going to be the... in a book? I really think that the lineage of the history, He's going to find it in a book somewhere, and it's all going to come together, because I have the theory. Who screwed I don't know if we want to talk about my theory. Right. That's in the book. I think that the theory is is that Tyrion is also a Targaryen, and he's the third one. Three dragons. That's a very common theory. Three Targaryens. But you know Sam's going to be just waddling through the woods like, who's going to listen to me? And everybody's going to be like, shut up, Sam. Nobody, your dad doesn't even like you. I stabbed one of the ice (laughs) men. Yeah, sure you did. What is it about Sam's? Like Lord of the Rings, yeah, or Lord Sam of the Rings gets screwed too. as well. I'm hoping that Sam's storyline pays off. Like he actually does become a maester, and something about that storyline is pivotal mm-hmm. later on. Like uh, I hope that for him because it's been such a slow storyline that yeah. I kind of hope that it has a payoff. It's like Bronn. Like Bronn isn't yeah. really important until that four moment. or five books into the. So mm-hmm. he's just got to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then my argument is the biggest payoff of any episode of any moment was the Hodor one. 
which oh, is from the Browns storyline. I, I, I think I would put that moment against any other moment in Game of Thrones, and I'd I, say it's the biggest like impact. I would. People. I mean, that was the biggest emotional impact for me in the entire series so far. Like, it may not be world impact. Like, Cersei blowing up mm-hmm. the capital is world impacting and everything, but the Hodor... But you always kind of wonder about his backstory, and at least for me, I thought that we would never find out. You know, mm-hmm. he's such a minor character, so the fact that we actually ended up finding it out was a little and And again, surprising. we've talked about this before, he was the one innocent character yeah, yeah. completely innocent mm-hmm. like of i mean no, i think the only volition, one he had nothing no reason to die right uh yeah. a couple other it, minor characters oh go ahead no i was actually gonna wrap it so go ahead oh, I was say, like, <laughs> like the jorah leaving yes being sent off to find a cure yeah uh i hope he finds one i like him red woman do you think she's coming back old, or is she gone? Uh, you mean old red woman? Old red woman, yeah. yes. Oh, she's definitely coming back. She's not gone. She's crafty. And oh, I forgot the other one. Oh, wow. that's good. Anyway, I'm, I, just, I'm glad you're on pace now, Lonnie. Congratulations for you finishing. Did it. This week I was really sad because, you know, every time I think about mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, I think, oh, I let's, you know, I have, I have an episode to watch tonight. No, I don't. I'm done. Wah wah. Wah wah. And for it, the last time, update over. over. Hey, now you can start Westworld. That's true. That's I'm right. excited about that. All right. Uh, next order of business, pup date. Mumford had his first snow experience. Oh, boy. <laughs> there, there was some trepidation uh, to start. It was like was, a snow adventure, though. Like, yeah. an experience is a poor term for how long yeah. it sounds like he's out there. Yeah, he was, he was very kind of cautious at first. He kind of walked in it, and he looked back at me like, is this supposed to happen? <laughs> like, is this, like, is it supposed to make noise? Why does it make noise? Why is it cold? So he wasn't really digging it at you first. You changed everything? Yeah. Why? Put the doggy daycare for one day and Why is the planet? yard white? I don't know. Um, afterward, once he realized it was okay and it posed no danger to him, now he loves it and he won't come in the house. It's like 10 degrees outside. He's out there romping around in the snow doing God knows what out there. Yeah, and I'm all like concerned dog mom, like he shouldn't be outside and he won't come in. Like, heaven forbid so what'd you, he's what'd like... what you try to get him in with? Everything. everything. Treats, peanut butter. I took the cat and just waved her in front of the door, and he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, he won't go in the sun. He might melt, but he'll go in 10-degree weather in the snow and ice. It was funny, though, because he's outside the other day. It's like 10 degrees, out there for a half an hour, having a big time. We finally turned the heat on in the house and put it at, like, 63. He's sitting by the vent panting like, God, it's hot in here. <laughs> Like, just like his mom and dad. I was going to say, you have the perfect dog for we your do. lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it's great. We keep the house at 62. We turn it up to 63, and he's like, God, let me outside. It's like I'm an burning. oven in here. <laughs> Slow <laughs> cooking me, mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, so he loves the snow. I posted a hilarious video on Molly's Facebook wall yesterday that said there are two kinds of dogs in snow. One is a dog running around like a maniac, (laughs) like playing and frolicking, and the other one is wearing a coat and boots and looks like the snow might melt him. (laughs) And I said, guess which one is Mumford and which one is Ollie? (laughs) It was so perfect. (laughs) Um, Because we've now entered the season where Ollie wants to spend as little time outside as is absolutely possible. So the mornings involve him racing out, peeing, pooing, and running back to the door like his life depends on it. 
and Mumford is all, why am I in this oven? Yeah. Let me outside. <laughs> Doing laps outside. I want to eat all the snow. <laughs> I love it. So uh, that's the pup date for the moment. Pup date over. over. Uh, we had a big Cincy fam weekend extravaganza. We did. Inadvertently. Yeah. Four days in a row. So Thursday night, <laughs> we decided to become regulars based on last week's episode right. at the local bar BCs. We did follow through on our commitment to start becoming regulars. Right. We did. We went out. We drank. We ran a little bar tab up. It was a good time. Right. <laughs> Except Ben already pissed off the bartender by going against his advice. In his defense, though, the beer he recommended was not that good. And then you said, I'll never listen to his recommendations, Ray, because you got the beer and you were like, oh, this is garbage. Well, that guy. I'm not. I'm over him. <laughs> that was the guy I didn't listen to. Yeah, well, well, that was a good move. And the last time we were there, I got Ray a beer and I asked, I just asked for a recommendation like Ray would do. And he gave me one and I brought it to the table and Ray was like, that's the one I just ordered. <laughs> oh, right. Wah, wah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh, Friday was game night at right, the Von Laughlin household. Raging success. Again. I thought, I thought we Second all... Second ever raging success, horse night. <laughs> Vonnie's parents and my mom came, yep. so it was a mom kind of night. Yep. Which the moms cleaned up. Yeah, there. the moms cleaned did. house, too. <laughs> Jesus. Michelle and I were out five or six bucks at the end of the night. Yeah, Ray and I did not do well that night. Neither, me and Molly cleaned house pretty well. Yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah, and now I have right. a bunch of half dollars and silver dollars in payment. <laughs> You're welcome. The other day I was like, why is my wallet so heavy? And then I was like, that's right, game night. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted a Susan B. Anthony coin, don't lie. I almost did use it as a quarter, though, on accident. And then I was like, oh, my mom told me not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a really good time. Everyone had fun. Game night was awesome. Yep. We're going to talk more about our Saturday right. later on in the episode. Yesterday. Yes, Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Molly needed to be reminded what her topic By was. By the way, that's my topic. What did we do yesterday? <laughs> Star Wars Day. And today, podcast podcast day. podcasting. Bring Pod your ears joy, yes. as I like to think of it. <laughs> do we? Bringing the listeners' ears joy. Just their ears? Ear joy? Yes, because mm-hmm. we're basically ear-fucking them with awesomeness right now. Wow, yes. that's a really graphic visual. <laughs> Jesus, we didn't need to go there. Yeah. God. You're welcome. <laughs> I need I need some listener out there to keep a fuck count. Of, yeah, the last times. episode That's was right. bad. Let's start with the last episode. <laughs> yeah. And it was, oh my God, that was a caffeine day too. Yep. <laughs> okay. We're calling it B-Y-E-J. Bring your ears joy. Ah, uh, <laughs> the old B Y E J, beige, 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 beige. Time for a beige day. <laughs> well, that took a turn, listeners. That did take um, a turn. And you're welcome. An unfortunate and, and sexual one. <laughs> and last but not least, congratulations to my friend Claire and Neil. On congratulations, their- congratulations, Claire. Congratulations. Yeah. Now start listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not sure if they listen, but if they do, <laughs> Get ready for your beige day. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get the show started. Every week, the four of us bring a topic to discuss barroom style. Am I, do I have enough energy for this now? I don't know. You might want to check with not the master bad. over Go. here. Listen. You can always find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and our website, CoupleThingsPodcast.com. Wah, wah, wah. If you want to support us, follow us on Twitter at CoupleThingsPod or by visiting our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash CoupleThings. I don't have time for your rap air horn right now. Thanks as always to Jim Lincoln for the theme song. First up, Vonnie, what is your topic? Thanks, Ben. You are welcome. <laughs> Talking like this the rest of the show. <laughs> Periods after everything. <laughs> Exclamation point, actually. Yeah. 
the caps lock is on on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So, um <laughs> because we're rapidly approaching the holiday, mine's holiday themed. Because I love holidays. Christmas. Christmas. So when we were little, I don't know about you guys, but Christmas just seemed like a magical time where, you know, in school you made lots of holiday crafts and, you know, you watched Christmas movies towards the end, like when, you know, teachers were tired of teaching and all the kids were obnoxious and, you know, all the gift giving and, you know, decorating the house, you know, it was just, you know, you didn't have to really do anything because everything was done around you and for you and it was just super magical fantastical yeah like it was the dream basically everything's great though and you don't have to contribute that much i mean i definitely contributed but you know just being in school i feel like there's lots of holiday related activities right you know maybe there's a christmas show you know like a choir show or something anyway your rave yes exactly uh now the reindeer rave i threw a reindeer rave last week and use the air horn and use the air horn (laughs) he did yep so it's for his adopt a class. It was wild. Oh, gotcha. The gotcha, reindeer gotcha. It was rave. wild. Yeah. Things got crazy. Been with kids. I want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> I told one kid his dab was weak. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> so now that we're adults, I still love the holidays, but I feel like it's changed a lot because now you're more of the behind the scenes than the recipient of the magic. Right. So what little things now make you feel like, okay, now it's the holidays? Like, what gets you in the spirit now that you're not on the kid side of things? When Michelle yells at me to go get the boxes of lights out of the basement, that's when I know it's the holidays. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the stringing of the lights. Uh, when the peppermint mocha comes to Starbucks. Like, all right, time to put my Santa hat on and go. <laughs> You love that peppermint mocha. Oh, it's you a are good... like a sixteen-year-old white girl. <laughs> no, I totally am. I'm not. I'm not Shifty even white girl. lying. <laughs> not even lying. Right. No, they're delicious. Glad they're not available year-round, or else I'd probably weigh an extra fifty pounds. <laughs> that moment when we get the stack of twenty Christmas movies out and we watch one every single night until Christmas. Yes. Sixteen-year-old white girl. Sorry. Oh, I was like, Overcame what me is again. that? <laughs> Reply All actually proved that that's not the origin of the Yas. Right. It came from, uh, it was a gay nightclub, wasn't it? 1970s gay yeah. nightclub. Yep. Hmm. And there was the, uh, the, the, the Yas Gaga guy. Yep. That guy. Yeah. Yas. Wow. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, History with Ben and Ray. Yas Gaga Yas. tangent. <laughs> uh, mine is definitely getting the cinnamon candle out. I really mm. start, I pretty much only burn that in December. Mm-hmm. Because it makes me feel like Christmas. I don't burn it before, and I usually don't burn it after. Maybe a little into January, but it's definitely a Christmas scent for me. Ah, uh, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows how I feel about cinnamon yes. candles yep. here. <laughs> I gotta say, the the snow is a big one for me. To me, that is the signal that's like... That's your Chicago one. It is out. holiday so, time. It's never going to be the holiday here, then. I wish we were you. in Chicago right now. They got lots of snow. I know, and it's cold as balls outside <laughs> so they actually in chicago that park that we took you guys to with the snake walking trail they yeah. turned the entire thing into a giant ice rink oh fun so you like s- literally snake your way through the whole park this year that's really right. cool so there are a lot of opportunities for me to fall over and crack my <laughs> exactly. head open awesome <laughs> for me it's the christmas lights so in mm. our household we hang christmas lights everywhere we, we had we had so many lights plugged in yesterday i turned on the water boiler to make tea 
and the lights started to dim because there were so <laughs> many lights plugged in, it was overloading the we breaker. We have lights lining the kitchen, all the stairways, the fireplace, the mantle on the curtains, the yep. Christmas tree. Outside as well. It yep. just It's like a winter wonderland mm-hmm. in there. It's magical. Our electric bill will support that yeah. fact. <laughs> but it counteracts the fact that our house is at 62 degrees. It Your sure house is, is a freezer, but yes. it's well lit. Yes. Yes. Well, the lights kind of provide some heat, I like to think. So. And you know what makes it more magical is that we don't even have to turn on actual lights because the Christmas lights give the whole yeah, place the like warm a glow. glow. And it gives Mumphy some nice ambiance when he's in his crate at night. <laughs> Christmas lights on. Uh, I'm a big fan of Christmas lights too. I absolutely love not only seeing the Christmas lights around, but just having the lights up. At, like, you know, when I come home from work and the lights are on and you know, the Christmas tree is lit and this year we hung lights above the TV. So when we're watching TV, it's all festive. See, it's just that good feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I love Christmas lights. I really enjoy the like the driving in the snow as well. Not the like craziness part of it. But I when it's hate like, the driving in the snow with you. When it's like a nice crisp, yeah, that sounds cold terrible. morning, and there's snow coming down. No, it's and- awful because Ben acts like it hasn't snowed at all or iced. And oh, you're like, one of those. You people have to on keep up with the speed limit. That's how you keep traction. And I'm like death gripping the seat, and I'm like can't even open my eyes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you know someone who's a better snow driver than me? I know a lot of times that you've driven off the road and you blamed it on your truck. I hit a bridge that was <laughs> I hit a bridge that was covered in ice. I was doing thirty miles an hour. I thought I thought ice came with snow. Isn't that don't they go like hand in hand? Like pretty much snow driving. I'm just saying there was black ice on a bridge. I wasn't even going fast. Yeah, Flew off mm-hmm. into a cornfield. Yeah, that was the ice's fault. <laughs> it was. Uh, that is my least favorite part of the holiday season is driving in snow and also driving with other people in snow, people like you, who <laughs> people like you, <laughs> who think that they can still go 55 when it's snowing outside. You got to keep your momentum up, though. That's the key. Yeah, that's you when get... you fly off an overpass. You got to fly. You got to plow through. You got to fly through. Yeah, you got to fly through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, that goes against like basic physics laws. <laughs> I think we need to talk about the Pam Bet Christmas candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should. Because for me... I think we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, that but... always signaled when I was a kid that it was December because mom started making the Christmas See, candy and it took weeks. It has a different meaning for me because it's victory. It tastes like <laughs> yeah. victory Sweet for, success. for me. That's right. I, I had a uh, covered pretzel yesterday and I let Michelle have a bite. <laughs> Thanks. I, <laughs> You know, everything that we do is ours together, except right. certain things. And Pam's Christmas candy falls under that Yeah, Ray has made it clear that this is I'm, his box. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my 10% finder's fee payment. <laughs> you wouldn't have had that candy without Malls and I. I told so. you, I would have found Pam on my own See, at some point. this year when Ray sprinkled in, like, <laughs> sending Mingle. my mom flowers and things like that, I'm like, he's trying to get his name on the yeah. Christmas candy list. <laughs> it started early because I showed up. In January for the Ohio State Buckeye game mm. to the family like watching of it. I was like, yeah. oh, hey, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Making an appearance. Right. Ray's but, like the little finger of Christmas candy. He's really playing was. the long con. Listen, I'm not trying to rule the world. I don't have yeah. those aspirations. I just want candy. <laughs> That's all I want. How do I get candy? That's All Valid my decisions question. are based on that as my goal. I mean, I usually, like, ration out my turtles so that I, like, have turtles all the way through the holiday season. Because I don't want to get to Christmas and be out of turtles. So you have to Key. be strategic right. about the, it. Game over then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love it when uh, the radio stations start playing Christmas music intermittently. Yeah, but that's November. No, it's not, actually. 
like only the last couple of weeks they've really started playing it. You know, they'll play some normal music and then there'll be like a Christmas hour. It is great. Yeah, Q102 always goes, and now let's get you in the Christmas yes, spirit. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. I actually listen to the radio a little bit in December because I know they're playing Christmas music. I'm curious what Molly's going to say, but I feel like Christmas just happened and I missed it this year because a day and a half after Thanksgiving, yeah, I was in Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, so I missed the entire week after and where Michelle and I probably would have gone and bought our tree, mm-hmm. probably would have hung the lights up. Two mm-hmm. weeks earlier than we ended mm-hmm. up doing. Yeah, we were two weeks late on everything this year. So to me, <laughs> it was like I was behind. And I'd missed that moment when Christmas went into full gear. It feels like Christmas. So right. I'm curious what you felt. Because you were still in the U.S. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. Because I lost. That is my prime Christmas shopping time. Like Ben can attest, usually by Black Friday up until that week after I finish. And then I get into like the wrapping and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Everything was a week late for me this year. So I do feel like I missed part of that Christmas spirit. Um, in Oregon, it, it it was Christmassy, but I was on my own. Apparently yeah, Sasquatch in... is a bigger deal than yeah. Santa Yeah, <laughs> everybody's like, let's just go find Sasquatch. Like, <laughs> nothing about Santa Claus. But yeah, it was a little bit different for me this year. To be fair, mm-hmm. though, last year we lost a week because Thanksgiving was like the very last day of the year. It was very late. So it's kind of like so it was that year all over same. again. Pretty much. For us. Yeah. Um, also, I love seeing all the Christmas winter ales in Whole Foods when I mm-hmm. go shopping and picking out the ones that look good. That always makes me feel like it's the holidays. Yeah, spice lagers on the BC's Ford. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would never, I'm a regular, never drink. I'm a regular there, so right, I know. Right. We're regulators now. <laughs> regulators. They, they know us by face. <laughs> we did. We got the Fistmas. That was good. When we went. Yeah. And I would never good. drink that otherwise, so that's very... Holiday. Well, we Who's don't often by? pick Revolution. Revolution. Beers, Revolution. Thank you. So, Mm-mm. but oh, the I'm... Revolution Fistmas guys, go try it. I like the Revolution beers. If we usually go... pick them up. If we go back to Chicago together, we have got to go to their brew pub. Their food mm-hmm. there is amazing. Is that sounds amazing. What What's your feelings on Christmas music? What do you mean feelings? You know. <laughs> do you like it? Do you like listening to it? Do you yeah, stay I listen as to a sixteen-year-old girl the whole time. Yes. <laughs> No, I like Christmas music. I'll listen to the radio periodically, get some Christmas jams in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big one for me for Christmas, which I don't do anymore, is to watch the Christmas episode of Futurama Season 4. That's a good when, one. When Robot Santa Claus Robot comes Santa. and tries to destroy the city, <laughs> and instead of his missile toe, he has a tow missile launcher. <laughs> it's a missile they used to blow up tanks. Wow. This is the vast difference between me and Ben. So in, in Futurama, in, when Santa Claus comes, instead of him bringing you presents, he tries to kill everybody. So when Christmas comes, it's like a night of terror. <laughs> yeah, like he, um, oh they God. programmed him to be too nice, so he went to naughty. Right. And everybody's naughty, so he tries to kill you. Right. Wow. I think we actually have the DVD of that. <laughs> so we're going to have to watch that one. It's, it's on Netflix. That, Aren't you hey, excited? That's a Christmas movie, in a way. Yeah. We'll add it to the rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I gave you Claymation Rudolph, okay? Be happy about that. What do you mean you gave me Claymation Rudolph? I think that is like one of the worst ones. That is a timeless classic. It's like your racist grandfather in a rest home just (laughs) spouting off stuff. Right. You can't take it all seriously. You know he's really cute and adorable when he does it. Molly's like, I gave you the Christmas tree this year. (laughs) What? It's Rudolph. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, well, we only have a few days now till Christmas. We do. Um, I'm happy to report as a side note that Ray and I finally started our Christmas shopping. Good. So we're, yeah, we completed it more or less. We mostly completed it. So we're not quite down to the wire. Oh, 
Speaking of, this will be the last time they hear our voices before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, That's everyone. True. Right. Merry happy Christmas. Hanukkah. Oh shit, is this the last one? Yeah, yeah. it is. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, happy Happy Christmas Hanza Kwanzaa. There you go. Yes. That's the one. We named an episode after that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So Merry Christmas and thanks for listening and we hope you guys have a very happy holiday. We Absolutely. should let you know our schedule. We're taking the week off between Christmas and New Year. Yep. Right. Because Michelle and I aren't in the city. <laughs> but we'll be back in 2017. We need some time to recharge our pod batteries. It's tough cranking out just quality content it around is. the clock all the time. <laughs> Plus, we really wanted to sync up our 100th episode mm-hmm. along with our two-year anniversary. Same right. week yes. now if we skip a week. Definitely not coincidental. No. We planned it. Yes. Definitely. Of course. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Obvi. Have a lovely holiday, everyone. Happy um, holiday. Ray, what's your topic? So I'm going to do a little bit of a review of this year, mainly movies. It was awful, except for the Cubs winning the World Series. We're not going to go down that route. Yeah, 2016 sucked. We're just we're just going to leave it at that. Let's all just forget 2016. Everyone's New Year's resolution is just to basically have a better 2017. Let's rewind. I mean, I know that's mine. All of reality to back to 2015. Cubs lost. No, go through the election. Yeah. Speaking of. Neil from Dark Angels Pretty Freaks, did you see his tweet to you? No. Basically that uh, he kind of wished the Cubs had not won the World Series, so. That's fine. Yep. He's just oh, dead he, to him now. <laughs> no, he he liked the, he told me he was rooting for the Indians because of Annalise, but he wasn't happy about the, I think it was the caricature of them as Indians, so he called them natives. So he said, go natives. <laughs> right. Yes. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Cubbies. Doing it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I really got lo- it. I really love the Bomani Jones from ESPN's shirt that said Caucasians. <laughs> oh it was all white. I was like, how do you I like, like that? It? Yeah, that was really good. So I really thought this was really awful. So my brother-in-law, Paul, is a huge Indians fan. There's definitely a shirt floating around on Redbubble that says Cleveland blew a 3-1 lead. <laughs> thought about making that his Christmas present. <laughs> you need to just write it like from Santa. Use yeah. our wrapping paper so yeah. you yeah. know where it came from. I should do that. Oh you really God. should. That would be hilarious. Paul could, could you to the get podcast. it on time? Uh, I don't know if I could or not. You'd, You'd have, have to expedite. you got like five days. You got I don't some know. time. I don't know if I could do that to him. That's awful. That's <laughs> horrible. Christmas Fine, would I'll take a it. turn. <laughs> podcast listeners would make do sure it. He, yeah. Make sure he's the last person to open a gift oh. after everyone else is done and then it doesn't ruin it. He'll what never if... know it's from you. Just sign it. Love CTP. What? <laughs> yeah, that's not a giveaway. No, f- from Clark the Cub and it's just a bear paw print. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry, tangent. Reviewing. Movies. <laughs> Movie reviews. Copies. So... <laughs> I want to go over pretty much uh, kind of the top movies of this year. And what I'm going by, Wikipedia, top grossing movies. Plus, we're throwing mm-hmm. in an extra one because there's one that came out recently. We won't really talk about it too much because we're going to get into it in another topic. But dun, 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 dun. That's a hint for you guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, number one this year... And actually, Disney killed it with five of the top ten movies. Way to fucking go, yeah. Disney. Go, Disney. First Disney movie on the list, top grossing movie of 2016 globally, Captain America Civil War. Crushed it. Loved it. Yeah. Awesome. The I've been get, watching the Honest Movie trailers. Uh, it, it nails a lot of wrong things in the movie, <laughs> but I loved it all the same. But Captain America... That wasn't like a Captain America movie. That was, was like, 
let's do another Avengers movie and slap a Captain America. It title was on way there. more an Avengers to movie. Be yeah, fair, though they do follow Captain America pretty much through everything. Besides, like yeah, when I they mean, start going off. To well, again, to... he's the captain of the Avengers, so yeah, right. So general, there's a general probably out there. He's yeah. higher ranked. Second, why aren't they following the general? He's the leader. Yeah, he's quote unquote the leader. You, know, of you all think you get a promotion yeah. after two hundred years of being alive? <laughs> right. How long do you think he was Private America? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an adult film. I felt like the other characters were way more involved in this one than in previous Captain America movies. Right. It definitely felt like more equal than previous. Yeah, Ultron was very Iron Man centric. I felt That's, like that is true. But that was an Avengers movie too. But that like, wasn't Captain America. The new trailer for the Spider Man movie. Iron Man's in that a lot, even in the trailer. A couple times. That's, yeah. That is true. Yeah. I think he's going to like bookend it. Like He's there yeah. to drop him off yeah. at the beginning, and then he's going to fly off and help him with the bad I guy. I think it end. helps having him in there, like just to make sure Spider-Man gets yeah. Although, gets a good rating, basically. <laughs> yeah, because, I think it, you know, it's really the first one. So Yeah, they're, and they're, to tie it all together, too, mm-hmm. it'll kind of bring the whole universe in alignment. Right. As opposed to just being, oh, this is a standalone Spider-Man movie. Like, he's actually talking to the other right. characters. Well, this well, might be the first opportunity, too, for a superhero to be like, I need to call a friend who's also a hero to help me instead of trying to handle everything <laughs> on my own. If I woke up and was a superhero one day, I'd want a mentor. I don't know what, like, I can shoot, we- <laughs> I can shoot webs out of my hand tomorrow. Like, there's not a chance I don't become a supervillain. I'm just being honest. Can Think we, about all the stuff you could do with that. Can we just talk about how, like, 10-year-old Ray wishes so badly he was Spider-Man and would try <laughs> to climb walls? Oh, my God. I am just picturing day, you climbing a wall. <laughs> hoping one day that he would gain the power to shoot webs. Uh, we can all guess which movie Ray is most excited for next year. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> I might buy three tickets just to watch it back to back to back the oh same God. day. What's it going to be? Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. We just were going over this. I know, but I thought you were going to say Star Wars. I'm really excited for that, too, but... Anytime I even remotely see anything Spider-Man related, my mind goes, Ray. Yeah. (laughs) And Ruby. No, Gertie. Yes. And Gertie. Gertie does like the Mm Spider-Man. That's why I love her the most. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Second on the list, another Disney. Finding Dory. I didn't see Finding Dory. I did. How was it? Another plain movie one. Very good. Captured a lot of the what the first one had with Finding Nemo. Glossed over a bit because they went from Australia to California in about 20 seconds. <laughs> it's not that far. Teleport. It's like a quarter of the planet. Not that far. Yeah. To be fair, though, that was the whole Finding Nemo movie yeah. theme. True. So other than that, it was, it was very good. I, I liked it a lot. Can't go wrong with Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. That is true. No, so I'd recommend that one. Uh, third on the list, Disney again, Zootopia. Great film. Ray has Fantastic. watched this movie so many times. I've got my money's worth from buying yes. it on DV- uh, Blu-ray. <laughs> it is spectacular. Flash, Flash, 100 Yard Dash really made that one a winner. I am in pursuit. Woo, woo. <laughs> love that part. <laughs> Jennifer Goodwin crushed it. Yeah. I just, I loved everything about that movie. Mm-hmm. It was so endearing, but so, like, I mean, with all the movies, the animated movies now, they're all so smart and well-written and funny, but well, also... Well, it's an underlying message. They have those nuances right. now for adults that I think are so clever. Right. I just couldn't believe Zootopia was about inflating the housing bubble with subprime mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> believe it. It really was. I know. Real-world issues. Yeah. <laughs> in a kid's movie. Uh, fourth on the list, Disney again. Oh. Jungle Book. 
Didn't, didn't see, see Jungle yes, Book. Yes, we did. When? We watched it. We did watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we watched it outside. We, and we watched had... it on fire pit night at the Hutchison household. Well, we had oh. Mumford when he was like in month three of living with us. So you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So yeah. it was fire, outdoor movie, new place at my sister's. Kids. Yeah, so Kids. it was basically like everybody's watching the movie. Sensory overload. C- cut to me out in the yard. Mumford, come back. <laughs> Mumford, <laughs> come here. <laughs> come here. Where are you? <laughs> Um, I enjoyed it, I will say, more than I thought I would. It was good, what okay. I, from what I could tell. Yeah. Um, it really um, was kind of a more dark mm. kind of uh, feel right. on the Jungle Book. And Gritty I it was reboot. Good. Gritty. Granted, I watched a third of it silently because it was playing on a headrest next to me. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where you just kind of glance over every so often. So uh-huh. it's amazing what you can tell what's actually happening without any sound in a movie. Mm-hmm. I will say in that movie... Not a lot of talking took place, so you basically did oh, see I, the movie. I watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. there it. really wasn't. <laughs> okay, uh, getting away from Disney finally. The Secret Life of Pets. Haven't I seen that one yet. Really yeah. liked it. Did you? Yeah, because the villain in the movie is an adorable bunny who like, like looks all innocent and has these big eyes, but then when he talks, he's like, "I'll fucking kill you." <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, "This is that's great." Two. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that's three because you said that in the counter. So we're at number three that's now. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I we re- want it, balls. Done Don't talking. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, stop. I really wanted to see it. It was good. That one was another headrest movie that I didn't watch. <laughs> I did watch this one: Warner Brothers, Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice. That looked atrocious. I didn't even, didn't want, even to want to spend you time had to watch it. Maybe out of the like, it was like a two and a half hour movie or two hour mm-hmm. movie. You had like 20 minutes that was quality movie. Yeah. And then the rest of it was just train wreck after train wreck. None of it made sense. You had to like just guess what was going on. Have to... It was like watching Game of Thrones condensed into like a two hour <laughs> minute. And every yeah. second was like a scene with a different character where you had to remember what the hell happened like before that. Yeah. I had no no desire to see that movie at all. Not mm-hmm. even on Blu-ray or Netflix <laughs> or if it was somebody paid me to watch it. Unless you're know. trapped on a plane for yeah. 10 hours. That's yeah, probably that the really old... was what was happening. Because <laughs> so it was you... an international flight, but it was based out of, uh, what was it? Uh, Germany. It was a German, Lufthansa, not Lufthansa, KLM. That was Dutch. <laughs> Words? So what? They had, they had a bunch <laughs> of European uh, independent type movies on that flight. So oh, gotcha. I had this or something I couldn't completely understand. <laughs> But uh, spoiler alert for it, Batman essentially is about to kill Superman, uh-huh. and Superman just says the name of his mom, and that stops Batman from doing it just because. Glad That's, we didn't that see that. Awful. I'm glad I didn't waste my time. Okay. Right. Uh, what's, her, what's his mom's name? Martha. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he says it. Save Martha. Martha. <laughs> Save Martha. Uh, okay. Next one we all did enjoy. Deadpool. Love Deadpool. I think that was the most underrated movie of the year. Yeah. Oh. Loved it. I loved Deadpool. It was so not what I expected. I was excited to see it, but I wasn't... No, you weren't really excited even going into it. Like, I had explained... Yes, I was. I explained who Deadpool was going into it, because you are like... I Please really tell me how my best friend feels. Yes. <laughs> no, like, you were like, I just don't know anything about what's happening or going into it. I'm saying it, I was it. excited to see it, because it was a Marvel movie, but... I didn't know anything about it, so... Me either. I, was... I didn't even know he was a character. Yeah, and I I thought it was way more awesome and more humorous than I thought it would be. Like, was... I thought it was hysterical. Just the like... first rated R 
comic book movie is. How like dirty some of the scenes were where it just like cuts to him and he's like jerking off to a unicorn book. (laughs) I'm like dying on the couch. And he puts his Crocs on, like just putting on my rubber masturbating shoes. Gosh, there were some really funny lines in that I movie. Think, I think the best line, though, is with the taxi driver. Molly's not going to be able to make it. No. Nope. What happened, Molly? Can, Can you do it? Oh, yeah. He's like, wait, are you talking about the part <laughs> with the like, girl? Win her over the right way, and then he's like, kidnap her. <laughs> <laughs> was it like, you need to win her fair and square. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I wasn't expecting it is what made that movie great. You're very red right now. Yeah, I agree. It was very unexpected. It was. It really was. Go Deadpool. That was another one I watched and I'm playing again. Uh, only one. I think I'm the only one that watched this one. Suicide Squad. That was another Batman and Superman for me. Saw the commercial and just like, This looks I weird. Know. I didn't even like remotely want to see it. Talking about it a year ago. I think this was the one I said, like, this was like Warner Brothers and DC Comics had to make it with this one. Uh-huh. Or they're just in the can. And it was in the can again. I mean, it was just, n- the story was awful. Like, it's literally, like, what the reasons that people don't like comic books, that's all the reasons they put into this movie. <laughs> awesome. Was any, like, was Will Smith good in it? Well, he was, except for the part, like, he had to carry everything. Like Margot Robbie was all right as as I heard she Harley was Quinn. decent, but Will Smith then was like, "Okay, I gotta talk," and everything was exposition. Everything was I had to spell out exactly what we were gonna do mm. to win this thing. Molly made the "I hate her" face about Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Margot Robbie. Don't like, hate her because she's beautiful. I liked her in the movie <laughs> with Leonardo DiCaprio. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. I will never forget your mom's comment about her in that movie. <laughs> so in Wolf of Wall Street, have you guys seen Wolf we, of no. Wall Street? We all went to go see, I think that was our, not last year, but year before Christmas yes, movie that was. we went to go see. Yeah. So the, Margot Robbie is naked for like 90% of really? her role in that Literally, movie. Literally, we need to go see this she movie. is yeah. nude the entire film. <laughs> so the first time she comes out naked, Pam turns to Molly and goes, look at her body. <laughs> and we're like, you need a minute over there, Pam? <laughs> She's forgot like, about that. Yeah, she's like, wow. <laughs> like, okay. We always do a Christmas Eve movie. It's like a tradition. So two uh, Christmas Eves ago, that's right, we saw Wolf of Wall Street. What was the one you saw with your mom? Oh, it was Flight. Flight. <laughs> Mom's like, really want to see this movie. It looks like really good. First 10 minutes, like Denzel snorting coke and like banging some Wasn't hooker. Wasn't like, like a full frontal in that as oh, well? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What's yep. with you guys wanting to see naked chicks with your moms? <laughs> I, I got an issue with that's, this. I that's think. a thing now, isn't it? I, it happened twice, so hey, yeah. That's all you needed to happen twice, and it yep. becomes a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Once is a coincidence, twice is a trend. <laughs> Suicide Squad, terrible. Uh, one I think that we're going to have a lot to say about, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Really good. Man. That is my favorite movie of 2016. I'm, I'm planting my flag. Favorite Harry Potter movie. Molly's disgusted. It's kind of hard to argue with it because you weren't pigeonholed, I feel like, by a lot of what the old movies are. Now, the very first Harry Potter, I love, I think, because it came out and was just so magical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it just because of the times and, you know, you had read the books, but you, well, some of us had read the books. But... I read up to Goblet of Fire. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but I loved Fantastic Beasts for that reason too in the Harry Potter world. Um, I'm with Malls. That is my favorite movie of 2016, mm-hmm. hands down. Me too. I enjoyed that so much. So much. Like, I didn't want, I turned to Malls at the end and I was like, I didn't want that to be over. I just remember, like, <laughs> I was sandwiched in between you and Lens and the whole movie, like, all three of us did not move. move. And then when it was over, I just hear, wow. <laughs> It was then, so great. But then you heard after that, Linz goes, yeah. I got a couple problems with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I turned to Michelle and she says, don't even. Yes. And then she turns the other way and Lindsay turns around and goes, I got a couple problems. That's because <laughs> like, like perfect. Lindsay and I are like so into Harry Potter that we've, I can't even tell you how many times I've read or seen them mm-hmm. in a, like an insane amount. Mm-hmm. So there are I'll a couple... I've got some couple, big issues with it. A couple it gaps, but it doesn't matter because Harry Potter world is back. Well, and the reason I, I mean, I told Ray on the way home, it's like, it's not that I don't want to talk about the things that, you know, maybe didn't make sense or whatever, but in that hour or two right after I see it, when I'm on the high of just loving a movie, that right. is not the time when I want to disintegrate it. Right. I do have to say, in her defense, because I completely agree, I read the screenplay. Because oh, I was feeling like there were a few gaps, and after I read the screenplay, I ran it while I was in Oregon, some of those things made so much more sense. There was a piece you oh, explained really? to me that really, I was like, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, they outlined some things in the screenplay that they um, kind of went around in the movie, gotcha. and I was like, it makes way more sense. Huh. What about bird tears? Or whatever. What? They go into that. Thank God. Yes. That's my biggest flaw there, in this There whole was a thing. huge flaw with that, but if you read the screenplay, I'm like, oh. We won't go into spoilers. I don't want to go okay. there. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. There were some issues I had. I want to know the answer. My, my biggest issue was why, after she turned him in, did they become friends automatically? Yeah, and right. that was way more clear in the screenplay, too. It was. Too. Yeah. Interesting. So read the book, everybody. No. I'm going to judge. I don't want to read. I go to a movie, so I don't have to read. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, I, I just loved it. Also, we'll discuss my issue with you being this your favorite Harry Potter later. <laughs> that sounds like someone's sleeping <laughs> out on an island here. Someone's sleeping on the couch tonight. Uh, based on my topic, I might be either way, but we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, last one, and it's on the bottom of the list, I think, because it hasn't been out as long as the others. Doctor Strange. This will be a conversation between me and Ray. Yeah, I <laughs> had seen, seen it and didn't really have this like a plan. Inception to see 2? It. This was it, guys. It was better than Inception. It was so good. It was better than Inception? Yeah. Oh, hands down. Oh, I love Inception. I, I wouldn't be able to make that call because I didn't get to see Inception in theaters because Molly said it looks stupid. I don't want to point fingers, but it's definitely all your fault. <laughs> Ray hasn't seen Inception either. No. Yeah, how can you say it's better yeah. than you've seen it? Yeah, wait a I second. I read all the reviews. That doesn't oh, make stop. sense. Oh, I have, and I loved Inception, and it was... Lies again. It was better than Inception. De- Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome. He is Totally great. awesome. Um, I, I was bringing up this topic more so that we could shame Ben into not wanting to see this. Stop. You were actually okay with it a year ago when we were doing the movie <laughs> review thing. This was another one of those that you were like, Doctor Strange. I don't know a lot about it, but I'm excited to I see think, it. I, I think, think tr- Doctor Strange is your next Guardians of the Galaxy because you did not want to see that. Oh, no, did not. I think we were all on the same page. None of us wanted to see Guardians, yeah. and we all loved it. Bullshit. I wanted to see Guardians. Okay, sorry. The three Lies. of us didn't yeah, want to see of Guardians. Us, yeah. I totally wanted to see Guardians. I was not Lies. excited for Guardians. Take but... whatever Ray says and just, just know it's a lie. <laughs> 90% of the That's time. That's true. <laughs> 
Anyway, no, I hope you guys see it at some point because it really was amazing. Oh, I think we'll absolutely see um, it. We just we did it in point. theaters, yeah. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie as much. Um, no, it didn't. It definitely had a different feel than every other Marvel movie, and it doesn't really tie to the others except for like a small bit at the end. But I, well, I thought it was visually really cool. It's also and, the first spinoff Marvel movie after Avengers. Where it makes sense that they didn't go call in all the other Avengers. Mm-hmm. Avengers, like, there's a reason they didn't have to do all of that. Where like Thor Ragnarok, London's just being absolutely blown up to oblivion, and you can't call Captain America to come across the pond. I mean, that's you know he was probably the, still Private America at that. Private point. America, he hadn't been <laughs> no. promoted yet. I feel like there was a couple that weren't on that list. Name them that I know I heard were like phenomenal. Honorable like, mention because we're going to get into it later. Star Wars Rogue One. Yes! Yeah. But it's only been out this week, right. so that's why it's not right. on this list yet. Even though it sounds like it's going to be the top of this list Probably. potentially. What were the others? The other one I heard was phenomenal, and I'm like really hoping to see this Christmas break. Is the Jason Bourne? Yeah. I heard that new I one see was that too. great. I watched it on a plane. How was it? Just, it was Jason Bourne again. Awesome. Which like, I like. I love, love the Bourne Jason movies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's like a sophisticated James Bond is the way I've always pictured who James or Jason Bourne is. It's a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it, I don't think it was as good as like the last James or Jason mm-hmm. Bourne of the trilogy that he did. I like that one. I think the most out of all of them. I love. I'm with Malls. I love the Bourne mm-hmm. movies. I feel like it doesn't have. I mean, I'm gonna enjoy it. No yeah. matter what. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like every time I watch that movie, I'm like, I just want to quit my job and join the CIA. <laughs> every time you talk about that or Homeland. Right, right. Ben yeah. wants to make a career change. Hey, Much. wait till my midlife crisis. I'm going to wake up one day and be like, guess who's a secret agent now? <laughs> you can't tell people you're a secret agent. It's kind of not how it works. Ecret say, agent say, they'll never know. <laughs> no, we'll never right. know. Ben, what's your topic? So the tweeter sphere has been blowing up, particularly for malls since she's been managing it. It's Mendenhall on Mendenhall violence in the CTP Fantasy Football League. Why is it violence? There's no love in fantasy. Yeah, you can't do this. What are you saying? You're going to just hug it out afterwards? No. Yeah, no kidding. This takes at least a week of shunning for you to get over it. We had a lot of tweets uh, wanting this to be discussed. Right. So Molly and I play each other in the finals this week. Way to bogart the finals, guys, from all of our listeners who tried <laughs> so hard. They, they didn't try that hard. <laughs> um, I can attest that no matter how hard you try, sometimes other people just know more about football than you. Well, no, sometimes <laughs> you're like you're like Vonnie and just wings it and does great in certain leagues. <laughs> well, when I try really hard, I just lose miserably. So. But, what we're saying, listeners, is try less. <laughs> so, a, a brief season recap for me. Started off on a hot streak, hit a little bump towards the end of the season, and then finished pretty strong. Malls, what was your regular season like? You, uh, you I think, had a better record, didn't I you? I started strong. was 10-2. and two. She, she started strong. She got stronger. Then she really finished strong. Right. A lot of, <laughs> lot of strength in there. A lot of strong going on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I was a little nervous because Aaron's uh, uh, best friend, Rusty Gates, uh-huh. uh, almost took me down oh, in yeah? the semis before the championship. I, Ray gave me a heck of a run in the so playoffs. Melvin Gordon got injured on the second play of the game, and that's mm-hmm. why I lost because he, he didn't have any double-digit games. Whatever helps you sleep at night, that's fine. Some bullshit. Like I said, Ben said he already had his championship when he beat you. The so fix, <laughs> the fix was in. Yeah, the fix. Was that was that was Ben's individual championship. <laughs> Little victory flag wave. Well, because Ray smoked me in every other league, so I had to have something. That's true. I didn't yes. get your number on the other one. So yeah. is the championship resolved this weekend or next weekend? Uh, it is it's a, a two-part two right? championship. Uh, and unfortunately for Molly, n- neither of us realized that there was a Saturday NFL game. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know that you wouldn't have not started Jay Ajayi based on that fact. I think I probably would have started him, but it was still the premise of I'm in the championship and didn't get to make my own decision. Right. I just, the question you need to ask yourself is, when are you going to take this seriously? <laughs> Because if you don't even know when your guys it, are playing, I think I'm gonna start taking it seriously when I just like crush you. She's gonna she's gonna <laughs> take it seriously when the competition takes it seriously. Oh, <laughs> oh, ouch! Singer. I'm a little nervous, so I am I'm too, not gonna lie. Well, there's not. I don't a, like playing you. I wish that like one of our listeners would have been in the final. I know because so that Ben would have lost. And yeah. he been out, and he <laughs> so we may have told this story on the podcast, but there was. There was a time when Molly was very competitive about fantasy football, and that time is the current that, time. I literally haven't changed my lineup in like five weeks, though. Like I didn't even know that I which honestly is, was in the which championship. Is why the complaint about Jay Ajayi doesn't really make sense. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time Molly may have accosted me in the front yard for beating her in fantasy that was football what, two for years a half ago? an hour. While you were two that years was last ago. year. That was two years ago. Yeah. While I was mowing the grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I was, so I was up on we Molly. talked about it on the podcast. Molly was up on me by like 50. And I had maybe two guys left to go. So Molly's flying high. Hadn't beaten me in fantasy up to that point. I had never won. And like the, we're on what, year four or five yeah. now? So I had said, congrats, Molly. I'm going to go cut the grass. So I'm outside mowing. Things are fine. Molly comes outside. I'm co- of course, all the neighbors probably think we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just cutting the grass. What's going on? Quick side note. I feel like even though you said it, that was a Molly quote about fucking kidding me. So yeah, it so it's technically my, I was I was repeating a quote. That yeah. wasn't me. Right. Exactly. I would never say. Are that. we up to four? Yeah. Four. We're at four. Four. Yeah. Four fucks. Yes. Now five. 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 <laughs> so I take my headphones off. I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Your two guys scored fifty. They scored fifty. I'm like they did. Oh, cool. This is crap! I never beat you! I, for some reason, wound up doing push-ups in our front yard because you were upset, and I don't know how that happened. But you were so mad. I forget how the push-ups came involved. You were so mad. Like, you wouldn't talk Mm -hmm. to me the whole rest of the day. Sounds like Monopoly all over again. It is. That's what it's oh, like. We oh, don't, we don't play that game. No. <laughs> a very Literally, different, we don't play that game. Very different economic oh. theories. Oh, at some point we need... We, to... we believe in different economics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Communist. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem for fantasy football is if I win, I can't be happy about it because then I sleep on the couch. No, you can be. No, I can't. Like I said... I literally don't care about football this these, year. These That's are just lies. A fact. These are, you just Boy, said. You sound like me right now. Ninety yeah. percent of what's coming out of your mouth is a lie. That's no. 100% it's been true. so great. We like haven't even watched football this year because the Bears suck. Literally, I don't even know the last time we what watched a, a game. What a depressing household. Ben, are you okay? Do we need to go to a battered woman's shelter for you? No. Do you remember the last time we actually watched a game this year? I watched it last week. Oh, <laughs> I took the dog for a walk. That's right. No, I took the dog for a walk. <laughs> 
I walked Mumford in the rain. Were remember? you even here? <laughs> I came back was and watched the last series in the Bears Lions game to watch them blow it again. Was like, I home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this taking place. This now is I'm why you concerned. get along so, so well because she doesn't remember half the crap I think that I, I, I know. Think I blacked it out. Did I we watch Apparently, No, I watched it. You were out doing God knows what, and I was at home caring for our child <laughs> as usual. All three of them. Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> I'm concerned about my well-being. I really don't know where I was. Uh, if I went, anyone out there knows oh, where I was, let me know. I didn't walk the dog. I went for a run, and I came back and watched the last series of the Bears game. But so I got caught in the rain. You must have walked the dog. No, you were at home with the dog. I don't, I'm not certain I was alive. I don't know. <laughs> well, we podcasted on Sunday. We did. I will point that out. You guys came here and then you were going to Kroger. So I can confirm yeah. you are here for an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, I did walk the dog while you were at Kroger. It still didn't get enough energy out of him. And then you did go for a run. That's right. Right. And you were like, okay, go for a run and just leave me with the dog. So not a lie. I did walk it's the dog. Back. Yes. Yeah, it's coming back. Yes. I did back. walk the dog. And no, I did not watch any football. So I must have done something else. But anyway, if I lose, <laughs> then I'm going to be mad. So I'm going to sleep on the couch anyway. So there's not a win oh, for me here. Yeah, there's no win. Yeah, you, you did say you don't want to lose. I, d- I don't. I'm Do so need... bad in all the other leagues this year. What are we doing for a trophy for you? We, gotta, gotta... we did tell the listeners there was a trophy. Yeah, but it's kind of sad that we're going to do a trophy for one of us. You know, it's not really... <laughs> that feels hey. that feels lame. I'll be tweeting the crap Individual out of that Individual trophy? Yeah. Like, How about invisible? a can of Skyline Chili? That no. Could be, we could write <laughs> CTPFFL. Winner on it. I think it's it's got to be something... I'm thinking something like the Sacco, maybe. What if we get, what if we get you a, like a special beer? That'd be a But can we ship gift. the listeners beer? Like, can you mail somebody a beer without you it exploding? You cannot ship beer. Hmm. We need something that can That's be shippable. passed on. Yes. Passed on. How yes. about a uh, how about an empty beer bottle? Because then, you know, we enjoyed it, so you can have the empty trash. If we could do a custom Take label our that says... garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some junk. Congrats. Oh, we'll shoot. have to think about this. We'll come up yeah. with something. So, I don't know what's going to happen. Molly's got a good lineup. I've got a decent lineup. I think you're going to take it, and I don't it's okay. think so. No, stop lulling me into a false sense of security with your lies. Honestly, I really haven't set my lineup in five weeks. <laughs> it's okay. But you're winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're still winning. Why would you I think change that your was, lineup? I think that was just luck. And <laughs> by the way, you know how you know she's lying? Because she was sitting there today pre-podcast going, I just don't know if I should start Larry Fitzgerald or not. He hasn't done and that I much lately. And I did move him. He's still on the bench. <laughs> so she's been stressing about it. But it was She's just decision. left it alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, today I realized that he was like the first person I drafted and he has been on my bench the entire time. Really? That's bad for Way thing. to go. Yeah, not sure I care at all. So we'll find out what happens. We've got two weeks to uh, let this whole thing play out. But Malls, best of nope. luck. Friendly nope. handshake. Oh, does that mean I have to do this on Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Uh, girl. Yeah, I just, I hope you win because I don't care. I hope I win too. <laughs> Before we move on to the next topic, because the next topic we have a caveat that's going to go with it so people right. may not hear this. Ben, do you want to talk about what we decided at our regulars night the other night? And how all four of us are going to get a special day. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about that. Like, we should mention that. Because huh. I thought I, th- I was thinking we would say it on next week's podcast, but obviously we're not doing yeah, it on next right, week. Right. So let's go ahead and maybe do this now. Sure. doesn't tie into my topic at all, but yeah, I got it. It's cool. <laughs> we don't so, do tangents on this yeah. podcast. So we decided that we are going to do a each of us day. I came up with it. I think Molly it's came up genius. with the idea. I think it would so, be a lot of fun. Yeah. I agree. So we're, I'm excited for it. 
each of us gets a day to plan to do whatever we want, and everybody else has to do it. So, for yep. example, like, Vonnie would have a day where maybe we do yoga, and mm-hmm. we watch a Christmas movie, we drink tea. or we drink tea, or we <laughs> cook a meal, or whatever it is right. that we want to do. Ray gets a day to do whatever he wants, I get a day, Molly gets a day. So, yep. that will be coming up, we'll be reporting on that pretty shortly. Mm. When is our first day? I think Vaughn might be first. We said January at some January. point. Yeah, so. January is going to probably be the time frame we're going to be looking at, or sometime February. Okay, it'll it'll be over the period of a few months. And we so. want to make yeah. sure we get a everybody gets a nice day instead of like right. But they really get to plan out. It's not rushed, and we're all committed. And right, we and have we have doggy sitters and and all it's that. not like common interests like i don't go to yoga ray's never done yeah. yoga but we're doing it because vani likes right. it it doesn't right. ha- it doesn't have to be something we'll that we can all do it's like if malls wants to go hit ball like golf balls we'll all go hit golf balls right i just want ray to go to yoga class i know he that's won't really do it Ben's i really just want like i went i don't do yoga i know you can do it i can't do it it doesn't I'm matter very inflexible and i'm gonna go it. and i'm gonna really enjoy it that's the other caveat is- to this we all have to put 100% effort in to really like what the other person likes. You don't have to so. love it, but at least you at least have to be enthusiastic. You got to be open-minded. We all get one black ball for an idea. No. <laughs> no, it's nope. your day. Nope, it is your day. So yep. if you were like, guys, I don't even know. I'm going to play board games for 12 hours. If nope. you want to play Monopoly, we will no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, it and we hey. will play Monopoly. Hold on. It's not Monopoly. <laughs> hey, yeah, if it's you want to Triopoly. If you want to destroy our marriage, that's your prerogative. <laughs> right. We can point back to this moment. <laughs> it's very rare that you can find that one single moment when right. it happened. <laughs> anyway, we just wanted to mention that before we signed off for the year that this was coming up. If you have ideas, tweet them at Couple Things Podcast on Twitter. But no, there are no ideas because it's because there your are day. ideas. Yeah, if you know no, specifically like what I love doing, oh, they've been listening to us <laughs> for two years go, go. almost. Hashtag recommendations. Recommendations. Nice. There we go. Puns all day. Balls, you're up. You try too hard sometimes. Hot toss. Puns on puns on puns. Caveat. <laughs> Is spiteful for Ray here and you listeners because we listeners care about you listeners. If you haven't seen Rogue One, stop the podcast now. Right, skip ahead to the end, like pretty much the end. Unless... It wasn't that he was doing a pause so that I could actually <laughs> yeah. do it. All right, so try it again, Ben. <laughs> okay, so skip ahead to one twenty nine forty. And now, thank you for listening. Right. Yes. So if you haven't seen Rogue One, last warning. Spoilers. Don't listen to this part. <laughs> All right, so my co- my topic today, I'm really excited about it. What did we like more, Rogue One or The Force Awakens? Hot debate time. Yeah, this so, is good. I feel like this will be a debate. Yes. Do we need to give a brief synopsis of both movies? I don't or think no. so because no, I okay. think people All have right, seen people, it if they're listening. If okay. People are listening to this part. You, we are assuming you've seen both. All right. Or you won't see both. Won't. Sorry. (laughs) You won't want to see either or one or the other, and you don't care. Right. You just want to listen to a couple things argue about Star Star Wars. Wars. (laughs) So I I love them both. Let me start by putting that on the table. I like how you're like afraid the Star Wars universe will be mad at you that you like did not love them. He's like telling his kids, like, I love you both. both, (laughs) But (laughs) there's definitely a favorite. I'm disappointed in one of you. Yeah. So I love The Force Awakens. However, I really Ugh. like that Rogue One had a different plot line than go blow up the base. 
I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a, you're still in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. but you're not really having a ton of recurring characters that you've seen before or know about. But the plot of the movie is to eventually blow up the base. It is eventually. Yeah. But <laughs> no. Of course it is. But that's, mean, not, that's not the goal of any of the characters currently going. Right. Their like, goal is, I got to get you the plans. That's it. And I do feel like the blowing up the base at the end is an unexpected piece of the plot that you like you wouldn't think leading up to that moment in time like oh it's all leading to the blowing up of the base you're like oh right. my god they're blowing up the base what right well, no i mean <laughs> large spher- large spherical <laughs> object what the same team blew up the base like, right yeah, it's not like they did anything special the 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 rebels well to blow the it same up. team didn't blow up the base cuz they got blown up on a planet so no, that's what I mean, though. Like, <laughs> the Empire blew up an Empire yeah. installation. You know what? Let's talk about that real quick. This is why Ben ruined the movie for me, is because right no, before we went to go even. see Rogue One, Ben went, you know they all have to die, right? That was just a <laughs> so working theory. the whole movie, in my head, I had Ben going, they all have to die, they all have to die. That's what I sound like. <laughs> they all have to die. I told Malls you're that... You're not good th- on the impressions, because you've done it a couple times for Ben, and I think you're missing the mark. That's how I hear him in my head. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> Extra irritating. I did tell Malls at the end that I'm glad I didn't know that, because the whole movie I was here, I was thinking, like, you know, we're going to go on to see these characters again, and, you know, I got really attached to a couple of them, and then they all freaking died. See, the other thing that ruined it for me is, I don't know if Ben told me or I had read it, was that no matter how well this movie went, they would not do another one. So when Ben made that right. comment of they're all going to die, I was like, that, that ties into what you'd already read. Well, yeah. if I remember correctly, too, I think in, it might have been The Empire Strikes Back. Somebody made a comment saying, like, we lost a lot of good soldiers trying to get these plans. No? So I was talking to, because Molly mentioned that the I other day. I thought they did. Now nah, that was in Return of the Jedi. When they're sitting in the council planning the mission mm-hmm. to go after the second Death Star over Endor. Uh-huh. Mon Mothma states, we lost a lot of good Bothans trying to retrieve these plans. Bothans. And that's, well, it's a, yeah, it's a race right. uh, out there. But um, they're furry creatures, about five foot six. Uh, they got a long nose. Sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the one. They don't actually say that. You watched The New Hope, the most recent. They don't actually say it in A New Hope. I, didn't, I knew it wasn't in A New Hope. And they don't say it in The Empire Strikes Back either. It's, I wasn't sure which one in, it was in. It's only about the second Death Star that they talk about. They lost a lot of good people. Hmm. So, But it, to, in my mind, too, it made sense that you never saw those characters come back. And you would think, based on how successful they were in a, like acquiring these Death Star plans, maybe there's other things they can go do. Right. But they can't, because they all died. Yep. But I really liked that. One thing I also really appreciated at the end, we finally really got to see Darth Vader be a badass in, <laughs> in his older form. Right, because before he's kind of just like, you know, all right, waddling around, beating up an old guy with a lightsaber, Obi- no. Obi's dead, blah. It was Kendo. Like, that was the way that the lightsaber, or lightsaber battles were supposed to go, according to George Lucas. With right. the Kendo-style, one-hit-you're-dead kind of uh-huh. mantra versus the prequels, which were that slapdash, jump around, do flips everywhere you can. <laughs> right. This was kind of nice because you got a little, it was more kendo akin because he did some mm-hmm. hack and slashing, but it wasn't like exuberant Well, he just mannerisms. Well, and you watch him go, like, I mean, just 
burned through this group of troops like it's nothing. I love that he did the hand thing, too. He actually stopped a bullet or two that way. That That was was, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. Because I've always felt like, don't get me wrong, Darth Vader's a great villain. But he never had that moment where you're like, okay, this guy's pretty scary. Right. And that was his moment, I thought. I was so hoping they would do the red lightsaber where he lights him up like that. Oh, that was such a good moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm geeking. I'm I'm geeking. geeking. Let's go see it right now. Let's go again. (laughs) Okay. so oh, we, need to, we need to see it in high def. That's yes. what we need to go Wait, do. Are you in? Are you in the camp of Team yeah, so, Ben here? Then I'm, or? I'm still not clear which one you're. You're. I can't I, just have a gushing moment over Rogue yeah, One. Why I, are you guys you having to pigeonhole which, me? Which team are you on, Ray? I, I think I gotta lean Rogue One. I'm. I mean, barely. I'm like fifty-one percent. Right. So we've Rogue got one. one tally for Rogue, for Rogue one. one. Ray. I'm not barely. And I've been fighting this ever since we finished last night. And you texted that message. Don't fight it. About whether or not we preferred Rogue One or, or Force Awakens. And I, it's just been going around in my head. And I think it's Rogue One. I prefer it out of the two Star Wars movies in a year in a year span. It's Rogue One. Mainly because I thought the directors did an amazing job with the idea that we don't need to see these characters again. So give them the best story you can. Where... Mm-hmm. Force Awakens is great in its own way, and I love it, and I can't wait for episode eight. Like, I'm I'm stoked at this point for that. But it was world building. Like, you had to find out who was Rey. You had to find out who was... Uh, Finn. Finn, thank you very mm. much. Um, you know, you had to find out what happened to the old characters you cared about. Mm. And so they had to devote a lot of the time, I feel like. And it was good, because the acting was really good in The Force Awakens. Yeah. So... Even though there were slow moments, I feel like, in The Force Awakens, when you look back, it was also very, like, well well done acting and story-wise. But it was still a lot of, like, you had to build what was coming next episode. Because mm-hmm. I think episode eight, they're just going to break out of their shell. See, I felt like Rogue One started slow, too. Like, it took me a while to buy into Felicity Jones' character. Like, I didn't feel like it, like, jumped right in. I felt kind of like, maybe where are we going with this? It took a while but to kind of get to you, that central plot. You've got you've got a Daisy Ridley lady boner, though. Okay. Let's not kid ourselves. That's Fine. True. If we yeah. want to get so into it, I prefer, hands down, Daisy Ridley over Felicity Jones. Like, Daisy Ridley crushed Ray, And I don't know that Felicity Jones was crushing her Jen character. I'm not trying to stop you, but... Don't let me forget to bring up the topic you brought up. Well, I could just bring it up. Vonnie, I, I <laughs> you could just do or it. Or Vaughn, you could just talk. But, I, but we're going on about Daisy Ridley right now, so I don't want to interrupt that train of thought. I know. I got it in my brain. Okay, go. <laughs> oh, like what did you think me? Of Daisy, waiting for what you. What did you oh. think of Daisy Ridley? <laughs> well, I was just going to say that I, I thought it started slow, too. But I was telling Ray last night, my... My criticism of both movies is that as someone who's not familiar with the Star Wars universe the way that Rey is, or even the way that you guys both are, because you've seen them so many times, I thought both movies, I really had to concentrate to figure out what was happening the first time Mm -hmm. I watched them, so I couldn't enjoy them. Like, I enjoyed The Force Awakens way more the second time, and I think I would enjoy Mm -hmm. Rogue One way more the second time, too. Let's just go tonight. Yeah. No, just because... I mean, I'm not opposed, guys. (laughs) 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't, it's, I wouldn't fight us on it's really hard to follow when you're not familiar with the character, with the names of the places, and it all just seems really foreign. And you're like, this is like the sixth planet I've been introduced to, and I don't know why mm-hmm. we're here. Yes, Rogue, there are four total planets. Rogue One kept going here, 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 here in like the first ten yeah. minutes. So it did it's do not. That. Yes, it's not that I I don't enjoy either of them, but that's hard for me. So yesterday, I just. I felt like I was really trying to figure out, like, where the hell are we and what are we doing? I could not agree more. (laughs) So um, I really enjoyed Rogue One. But back to Molly's comment, um, I was comparing Ray and Jen Urso extensively last night at dinner. Because I got a cousin, Jen. Like, it's really (laughs) hard. (laughs) Um, Last night at dinner. We had a hot debate over Bravo. We did. (laughs) So... I prefer Ray as well, but my comment was that I really hope in the next movie, if they continue with the female heroine storyline, they have got to come up with a different character because I felt like this whole like female loses parents, like goes off to save the world type of thing is going to get really old if they introduce a third character like mm-hmm. Jin and Ray. So... But that, that's my criticism. Female character leads. No, I know. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. I'm just saying I hope they get more creative because if they have a third or fourth character just like mm-hmm. them, I'm going to be like, okay, guys, like this is not the only female heroine out there. Right. I, I'm sorry, Bonnie. I didn't realize you were done. That's okay. I was saying I I really enjoyed Jin's character yesterday, but I think Ray. I still prefer Ray as a character. So we agree on that, but neither of us have said which movie. I know. So do you know what Did- camp you're in? Can I jump in on the yeah. Ray Daisy Ridley thing real mm-hmm. quick? The only thing that oh, missed me a little bit about Daisy Ridley you can Ray have a small thing no, to say is to me she's the best. she's the Halo hero. Yeah, she has no flaws. Yep. There's nothing wrong with her. Yep. She never struggles with anything. Mm-hmm. She's just like I'm great at everything, and I have like perfect moral conscience, and that's it. She's not great at everything. Yes, she what is. What is she not great She's at? She's able to fly like a like Han Solo. Yeah, hops the Millennium Falcon. Got it. She's Fight able to Kylo beat up. Ren. Got it. She's <laughs> able to beat up like stormtroopers and Kylo Ren. She's able to like climb and self sufficient to live on her own all by herself. No, nobody needs to help her. Which is not a knock. It's just that she's good at everything. Like there's just there's nothing that you can point at that she's not really that great at. And I love her character. I probably prefer her character to Jin, but I you like could that about say Jin. Jin was good at everything. I was gonna say nope. that about Jin because too. She got caught multiple times. Got caught all over the place. She was was a criminal. Like clearly uh, had a dark. Ray side. got caught. She was locked up. That's because she ran away from a base where the bunch of stormtroopers showed up. But see, that, that's up. what proves that she's not good at everything. She ran away. She made the decision to run. So and she, she was, got caught. She was one person that got caught literally by an army that was no, chasing her. No, <laughs> got caught by a Sith Lord. Yeah. Like, it takes a Sith Lord to track you down. So I, I'm I'll just give saying, you that. You she got caught. Yeah, you can't no. really say that they, they really, their story, Vaughn is com- completely correct. Their stories are like the exact same. No. Moral of the story, no. though. I'm going to, oh, go ahead. Ray survived. Jen got killed. Yep. But she died so a this hero. Was the, this was the other comment that Michelle made at dinner the other night. She was like, I feel like you could interchange the two. And I said, absolutely not. I don't think there's any way possible that you could say Daisy Ridley's uh, Ray could play as Jin Erso. Because Jin Erso, in the second scene you see the actual actress, not that it's the kid. Like, the first scene you see her, she's in the cell. Right. Second scene you see her, she's being transported on that Imperial uh, mm-hmm. inter- internment camp or whatever. 
and she knocks out three guys that are trying to rescue her immediately. And then is just, you know, she's manhandled by the robot, and then that's right. the end of that. But she's also killing people. She's also, you know, I don't see how Daisy Ridley's Ray could ever survive that way. Like, Jin, having to kill someone. Jin's more of, like, a bad girl. And, yeah, I've got a thing for bad girls, you Molly. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sums me up. <laughs> so, but then I could see Jin Urso playing the Ray role. Like, I think Jin Urso could go into both, and it would work. But I don't see how Ray could turn around and be a Jin Urso. See what I'm saying? I think you're saying Ray's a goody two-shoes. A little bit. And that's fine, because she needs to be. Because if you're going to be a Jedi, you don't want to have that baggage of being like, I love breaking limbs. That's my favorite thing right. to do. <laughs> you know what I love? Sithing it up with my <laughs> homies. Yeah, but she just has a good moral compass. Like, she could have sure. got food and got rid of our favorite little droid and didn't. She could have not wanted yeah. to help all these people, but she does. Again, that's why Ben leans this way, because she's too much of a goody two-shoes for him. Again, I'm not, I probably prefer her character to Jin. I'm just saying I like that about Jin, that she's not perfect. But I, I feel like Rogue One she did such a... She still kind of was perfect, though. She Rogue was a criminal. No, she was not perfect in any way, I don't think. Like, she had so many flaws that went into that character. Like, she didn't trust anybody. I'm sorry, but this was what bugged me, was when they're going to get the plans and they have to manually climb up. You're, I mean, really? Yeah. They jumped right over and just hooked on, like, freaking Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> That thing looked super sleek. And like, come on. I feel like if you want to talk about being perfect, she can climb, she can jump. Oh she... god, she knows how to get on a jungle gym. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> I did monkey bars once. But I'm saying like she doesn't falter. And so there's a very similar scene in in Force Awakens where Ray right. climbs up mm-hmm. the the inside, the inside of and the Jen Urso. Jen Urso did the exact same climb to go see her dad. I know. She, she, she had to climb the ladder. No ladder. You're gonna get upset if she's on a. How dare you? The other one no. basically was just like a ladder. You're, you're no, basically, it you're basically <laughs> saying like, when I go on the roof of our house to clean the gutters, I'm a superhero. <laughs> that's no, the sta- that's the standard bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vaughn, which camp are you in? Um. So I say this with the with the, um, caveat that I think I need to see Rogue One again. For the reason I stated first, one tonight, which is that Let's I, do it. I just need another viewing to feel like I can enjoy it and not be thinking about what's happening. Right. Um. I think overall, I'm actually in the Force Awakens camp. I think I in mostly mostly because of Ray, because we've already debated it. But right. in general, I really enjoyed the Force Awakens. I respect that decision, and I'm not going to cast thrones at people for making the opposite <laughs> decision of what I'm saying. I'm not either, because I respect you as a human being. I said nothing about you picking Rogue One. You jumped this all was about over Ray us. versus Jen. <laughs> yeah, you you want to talk about jumping on the ladders? You're jumping on me like God knows what over here. <laughs> like like Ray climbing down the middle of Star Killer Base, <laughs> right? When there's nothing to grab onto, like a spider monkey. It's the like, same thing when they like steal the Death Star yeah, right. plans. That was the exact same premise. Okay, there were at least like little levels to grab onto there. <laughs> yeah, that Ray, was like explainable. Ray's like, oh, I know how to open up this big opening that I've never seen a button for. Let's it, go here. Let's get serious. Knowing it was a, you know, the basically like the Death Star, it probably said literally a button that probably said open. Open. <laughs> I mean, they're that dumb. Star Killer Base. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. It probably said open or push this. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, for now at least. I'm planning my flying in The Force Awakens, but I think I might need to see Rogue One again, and I might revise my opinion. But part of why I like The Force Awakens more, I think, 
like you're talking about how Rogue One is a standalone movie, you know, it's like a they all die, it's over, like that's it. I I kind of like the other side of it where we see the characters that we know and you know, are familiar mm-hmm. and that it's a continuation of a story that's been going for ages. Like I love that part of the Force right. Awakens. Um, versus a standalone story. So what time are we going to go see it tonight? <laughs> I liked BB-8 more than I liked K2 as well. But I K2 mean, was the nice comic relief. Thank yeah. God. He was <laughs> funny. Thank God for but K2. Like, again, Force yeah. Awakens had that comic element, I think, going throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Where this, and I pointed out this to Michelle yesterday, I loved how gritty they got. Like, what's the main guy? What's his name? I couldn't remember I it. I can't remember it either. I can't either. <laughs> the the agent the, the pilot no no the, not no the, pilot. the counterpart to Jin the guy that she's working with in the he had a weird name he did I don't also Perezo or something like that I don't remember yeah. what that was but like your first scene with him he murdered his informant you know yeah. that's like I I loved the fact that this showed the rebellion does what shit that it has to do to survive. Right. Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Leia, they're all the goody two-shoes at the top of the thing doing, you know, the big important mission. Mm-hmm. But the only way they get to do that is that you got some people getting their hands dirty, assassinating people, getting the information, staying in the dark. Like, he was like, I've got a whole st- Stormtrooper squad coming. I'm going to be giving up if this guy lets, lets fly what's going on. Han Solo and... Well, not Han Solo, maybe not in this before... Uh, Episode four. Luke. But like Luke would have just gone like, okay, we're getting out of here together. Where this guy was like, nope, you're dead. I can get out all by myself. Nancy Carlson, one of my TCOM professors, that was her favorite phrase. Sometimes you got to kill a couple hostages to get taken seriously. (laughs) Wow. But she's not wrong. Wow. Great teaching skills. I have to say in Rogue One camp that I loved the fact that I felt so attached. They did a great job with their story. So attached to the characters that I like, I teared up in the theater yeah. when they were all getting murdered on the battlefield. Because yeah. I was like... You, you cried when K... What was it, KS? I did. I got oh, upset yeah, me when, too. when K2... Like, so, uh, you hear him die and then his little about? lights go out. BB-8? <laughs> oh, no. I liked BB-8's character I'm, I'm more than kidding. K2. But Rogue One did a fantastic job of getting me involved with the characters. And when they all started dying on... Like, the guy that said, I am one with the Force oh, and the Force I hated is with that me. Moment. I cried when he died. Yep. I, I okay. was so, like, goosebumps when his partner started chanting the same mantra. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, so Rogue One, props to them for that. Absolutely. I felt very attached to the it characters. It was a well-told story. It was. I, I think that's what I was most excited about, that it, was, it wasn't a letdown in the Star Wars universe. You know, we've had two movies outside of the prequels now, after the main three, and they've both been good, and they're both the most recent, and they're both by Disney. And that's what's really exciting me about this whole thing going forward. Mm-hmm. I am in Camp Force Awakens, though. You are. I could. I don't think that w- we didn't even need you to say no. it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I could watch it on repeat. That's it. We respect your opinions. <laughs> yeah. No casting stones here. No. I no. agree with Malls though. I was impressed with the fact that they were able. I mean, once I kind of figured out where we were and who was who, I was impressed with the fact that by the end, I did feel attached to the characters, given that I didn't know who they were at the beginning. Um, like I really liked the relationship they developed with Jin and the guy we can't remember the name of. <laughs> yeah, good old what's his face. Um, you know, by the end, you know when they're they're like collapsed on the sand or whatever, and you know they're waiting for the the whole thing to blow up. Like I actually was like, man, I'm never gonna see them again. That makes me sad. I really loved not only her but the duo. Like I thought they were a great team. Mm-hmm. Again, discussing what we and, talked about last night. 
I'm so happy they didn't go into a, a love story for those two, though. Like, yeah. They I was... had a relationship. It was close because they had gone through some shit. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like we got a kiss yeah. before the end. <laughs> right. I kind I was, of enjoyed that. I was so happy they didn't go there with them. Right. Because I think it was important that they they stay independent people and not become that group or mm-hmm. group dynamic had to be there. And if Kaylee Farish, if you're listening, it passed the Bechtel test. The Bechtel that means test. something only to her, so that's fine. Is that like an inside joke? D- uh, kind of. So the, be- <laughs> the, the Bechtel test. Our listeners know this. Well, the the Bechtel test was a test about movies that basically said you have an independent female character if throughout the movie there is a scene of two female characters talking and they're not talking about a romantic interest. You're showing that like a female oh, character can yeah. develop outside of just a oh it's a love story. Mm-hmm. Like she has her own things to do. Oh, it's totally true. Passes the Bechtel test. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There you go. I was disappointed by the C-3PO cameo. I don't think you needed it. I liked it. I, I think that's kind of like the thing, though, is that yeah. they're always sprinkled in a little yeah, bit. But there was there were so many like, ties tied to it together, the though. It's kind of nice. I do have to say, in my head, though, in Rogue One, I kept going, "Who stood there and voiced Darth Vader?" Because he did a killer job sounding like him. Because Darth Vader passed away. I oh, write. I didn't know that. We googled it. It's uh, was it Craig Wilding? Yeah, it was, was some name? guy, but he to me sounded. Very, Who? very close to the real Darth Vader. Who was props Darth to that Vader? guy? Darth Vader was the black gentleman that did the Lion King. Was no. in Field of Dreams. Oh, the, oh, the oh! You're asking for the well, actual voice. Yeah, I, I thought you were asking who was Darth Vader on the screen, and I was yeah. about to just like I'm divorced. Um, <laughs> no, I'm asking who originally Darth played Darth white. Vader. You, you know who I'm talking. Okay, about. I'll, I'll show you a picture after. All right. Well, guys, I'm glad we could wrap that up and you know, not hate each other. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen. Ben and I don't have any hate. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. No Sith Lording over here. Uh, real quick, we should shout out Mana Khaleesi one more time. Yes. A, as a thank you. Awesome intro. Um, the only reason I was so excited during it was because Ray accosted me for my apparent <laughs> lack of energy. Listen, I'm sitting over here trying to help produce this show, <laughs> make it sound as good as I can. You're turning this into a circus. A circus. When wasn't this a circus, Ben? Tell me that. You when might as well just call it Ringling Brothers Things <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, get into the conversation on Twitter at CoupleThingsPod, our website, CoupleThingsPodcast.com, or on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to help us out, please go to our Patreon page, Patreon.com slash CoupleThings, or leave a review on iTunes or your listening app of choice. Thank you so much to Dear Lincoln for our fantastic theme song. There you go. Check him out at (laughs) DearLincoln.com. We'll be back next week with four new topics. Until then, this has been a couple things. Yeah. Manicalisi did the first part. He did the first part. He nailed the first part. He did. That was awesome. Um, so we had, what, movies, Christmas, fantasy, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What's our intro going to be? Good question. question. Uh, we could just talk oh, about... Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Update. We could do our discussion, then. That's true. We could. What were you going to say, Miles? Nothing. That's okay. fine. Uh, pup date. He's big. He's yeah. a pain. He's still... Loves the snow. You need to talk about the snow. You need to talk about oh, the yeah. snow. That's a new one. That <laughs> is a new one. <laughs> 
uh, this morning he was infatuated with the ice on the chairs, and I said, Broski, you are on your own if your tongue gets stuck. He's out there just licking all the chairs. Not heeding our warning. I love it. Guys. Kids got to learn sometime. I have a, a very embarrassing story to tell you about yesterday in our fire. Yeah. Uh-oh. Do we need so, to save it for the podcast? No. Is this no. intro stuff? This is outro. All right. I know so you're we, I'm not happy. So we were, I was adjusting the wood in the fireplace, and I didn't realize one of the logs on the top was, like, basically ready to fall apart. Oh, so gotcha. So I grabbed it with a little and tongs. One, one did not have our mat on the carpet. Oh. And it blew up. Oh. And one of the coals came flying out. Oh, no. And burned a hole in our carpet. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. We've done that. That was in our uh, We've apartment. We've done that at least three times in the apartment. Fortunately. <laughs> I can tell you how to get it out, too. I, We've so, got some stuff. Yeah. I Googled it, and you guys could have a totally different opinion. Yeah. But they basically said, take a pair of scissors, clip out the burnt pieces, and then literally go, like, cut other carpet fibers off from a, like, spare thing of carpeting you have and literally just super glue them back in, trim them. Oh, that would work. That might work. When we moved out, we were trying to cover it up so we'd uh-huh. get our deposit back. <clears throat> trying to cover up three. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had three burned holes because even though we had a carpet, the fireplace mm-hmm. was really shallow in that apartment, so it just, like, spit like crazy. Gotcha. And um, my dad told me... Um, just get like a carpet cleaner mm-hmm. and just rub the crap out of it until the burnt is kind of like fluffed out. Like everything's basically fluffed around it to cover it. Right. And you could barely tell that they were really? there. It was brilliant. We'll have to give that a try. So if you want to try that first, it doesn't involve carpet surgery. Right. <laughs> I was going to get out my little tiny scissors and like some tweezers. and just Basically, like... it's surgery and then basically a transplant. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Let, let the uh, it definitely hit it in our handle it. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring home my equipment. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to pass out while I'm doing Scalpel. it. <laughs> Carpet medical. No needles. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, we've so been there. It definitely hit it when we did it. So you could see yeah. if it yeah, works. Yeah, it did pretty good And job. your carpet's pretty plush, so it might actually work if That's you just really rub for. the crap out of it. And I was like, How big okay. is it? Is it like... I mean, it's maybe... Just like a little... Like but there's oh. two, there's two they're right, like next right next to each, to each other. other. Oh, really? Because the thing kind of like went airborne and then it separated. I'm not kidding. There was 30 pieces. Oh, really? I mean, this thing exploded. Oh. That sucks. Yeah, it was a bummer. That's why you get the mat to cover up that. And then Mumford... <laughs> comes right over there, of course, and just goes... <laughs> and eats one. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> That dog is going to have a digestion of steel. He yeah. couldn't care less. He ain't walking around going, oh, yeah. wander off. That's trying to play with me. What on earth? What in the world? Idiot. Oh, my God. Well, this morning, Ollie was eating the pine needles off the tree, so I think it's just a dog yeah, thing. Yeah, walking around. Nom, 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 nom. I'm pretty sure it was stuck to the back of his tongue, so he's trying to get it off of it. Mumford found a pine cone by the elementary school last time I walked him. He yeah. carried it with him for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least he's not eating garbage. He's got pine cone. This is mine, and I will keep it. <laughs> I will claim it as my own. <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. What's our order? Uh, so Ben's starting. Malls is finishing. So Ben can't. So in, ben Christmas, can't start. I'd say Christmas movies to break up the movie topics. Right. Do we want to zigzag and maybe? Then ben and then yeah, Malls. we can do yeah. that. All right. I gotta remember that because it's not clockwise. <laughs> I know. Clockwise. <laughs> Last. It's like this, a Z. I don't know what's going on with this chair today. Every time I move, listen. Oh, and I'm just nice. like, well, stop it. <laughs> yeah, I can't sit, sit still, still for an hour. I can't. <laughs> She's had a lot of caffeine today. I guys. literally, I am like <laughs> so jazzed sugar. right now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I have some sugar too. Cookie? It's never done this before. No, it hasn't. That means we have to talk 
constantly so that it mm-hmm. is drowned out no matter <laughs> not, what. Not like the dancing Groot. No. Yeah. <laughs> what Groot? is that? That was in the background, too. That was funny. Oh, baby Groot. Our so, podcast hmm. sounded too loud when I listened to it back last time. I so am I gotta Groot. Make just... okay. I am Groot. I am Groot. Not no! you guys. No! editing side of it. I was laughing because I saw somebody had posted a caption from that trailer. And the uh, apparently the closed captioning when he's yelling, baby Groot, it says yells and then yells adorably. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Good. Cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. 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 I was like, my cool. mom, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> no, you didn't say that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> can we talk about that's cool. the horse racing night? Oh, we can, we should talk yeah, about we that. To, so we've got horse racing, Vaughn of Thrones. Vaughn of Thrones. Uh, pup date. Anything else? Um, I don't think they listen, but uh, Claire got engaged. I should shout oh, her good out. good for oh, them. Nice. Good for her. Yep. Good. So then we get an international listener. Yeah. Smart. There we go. <laughs> so how do we actually want to do this? Oh. Do we just want to say, guys? Oh, are you going to have to fly over there again next year for a wedding? I don't I don't know how when they're going to do it, but probably. Can we request their wedding be during our trip <laughs> so that we yeah. can make it all one? <laughs> Extendo trip. Guys, yeah, no, I had already thought about that. That could actually work, depending on when they're getting married. I know. I, I think that would be, well, I haven't talked to her, but that's probably really soon. That's, if they just got engaged, that's less than a year. And she'll probably want to get dating. married. Yeah. Ireland's cold, so she'd probably want to get married in the spring. They were dating or the eight summer. years? Uh, oh, yeah, a while. She's more than us. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so... Good timing. You're going to have a lot. There you go. You're going to have a lot of trips coming up. Yep. You're up dirty 30 and now a wedding. I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, so start by going like, thank you, my Nicholas, my Nicolisi. <laughs> thank you, my Nicholas. My Nicholas. <laughs> my Nicholas. <laughs> uh, thank him. Just go straight into thanking him and then we can, sure. we can talk about it. Leave it for everyone to hear. <laughs> you know you're not doing the next part for like another 20 minutes, right? Or 10 minutes. Yeah. Got it. Just check in. Because you're like ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you actually don't need that right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ready okay. to go. All right. Never mind. <laughs> you ready for this? Oh,